Welcome to the sixth episode of the On the Hill podcast, the official podcast of the Hilltop Monitor, hosted by Brendan Day and myself, Evan Highfield. You know, moving forward, we're going to have a three-episode structure for the most part. It's either going to be an episode uh, involving Jewel and something about Jewel. Another episode will be interviewing a Jewel student or faculty member. And then the other type is just a way for you to get to know us better. And today is one of those episodes where you're going to get to know us a little bit better. We've chosen an interesting way to present that, though. So I really hope you enjoy this episode and... As always, roll the intro. Welcome back to the sixth episode of the On the Hill podcast. Like I mentioned in the intro, this episode is going to be more surrounding the topic of getting to know us better. We're going to have a different way of doing that than you might think. So in honor of the presidential debate that happened last night, this comes out on Friday, so the presidential debate that happened on Thursday night, date please, Brendan? October 22nd. You think? Yeah. October 22nd. Okay, the debate that happened on on that night, uh, we're going to have our own debate that are more like personable and like we're just gonna like just roast each other on the things we that's the goal that's the goal is um our our moderator today on the show is jackson mcfarland who was in the last episode um would you like to introduce yourself jackson yes hello everybody it's great to be back it's been a while been a been a while i'm very excited and um, i'm gonna ask these guys some tough questions hopefully (laughs) yeah we have no idea what i i have not told them the the problem the sad thing is though is that like the presidential debate as we know, the topics are very polar opposites, and none of them agree on anything. This sadly, this uh, me and Brendan might agree on some things because we that's agree just... on. Wait, like trying to come up with these questions before we just told Jackson to come up with them. We agreed on almost every single yeah. thing. So, <laughs> so this this it was took very a lot. annoying. <laughs> I did not mean to say that the topics are polar opposite. I meant to say that the answers are polar opposite. And by the way, these questions that are about ready to be answered in a debate format are like the most random questions you've ever heard but i think you'll find some humor in it if you hear any like rustling in the background that is brendan day eating goldfish out of a milk carton (laughs) (laughs) it's the uh 1.87 pound yeah we bought it last night at walmart we went we took a little little nine nine o'clock road trip yeah, we took a little road trip to Walmart last night at 9 o'clock. And for the first time ever, I sat in the middle seat of a tr- of a truck, which was kind of scary, if I'm being honest. <laughs> That's a goldfish up close. Crunching gold. ASMR episode. Okay, well, we're going to cut to the beginning of the debate. I hope you guys enjoy, and let's do this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first official On the Hill podcast debate. I am your moderator, Jackson McFarlane, and tonight we will be deciding who is the greater co-host. Decided by you, the listeners. All you have to do, listen to this great debate that we're about to have, may I say. 
and then go on to the On The Hill podcast Instagram and vote for the winner, where the results will be posted there shortly after. Getting on to our first contestant or host, Evan Highfill. Hello, my name is Evan Highfill. I am the founder of this. I am the one who originally proposed the question to Brendan that this that we should do a podcast. So I feel that I have the authority to be the best podcast host. That's all that's all that needs to be said. Brendan laughed the whole time while he was saying that. And now for our second contestant, other co-host, Brendan Day. I'm Brendan Day. Um I'm way going to be I'm going to be way cooler than a monotone Evan over here. Um, monotone. Uh, no, hold it. Hold it. <laughs> Excuse me. Don't let me start moderating now. Um I'm just super excited to have this debate, get to know each other a little bit more, and um, pretty much roast Evan. Like, that's the goal of this whole thing, so. I'll just end it at that, so. All right, we have met both of the contestants for the night. I can assure all the listeners that they have not seen or heard any of the questions I'm about to ask them. This will be the first time they hear it, so we'll have real, authentic answers and hopefully some great Arguments. Are you guys ready? Question one. Who, wait, who's going first? We'll go. Flip a coin. We flip a coin. We got yeah. to flip, flip a here, coin. No, flip a tea. We'll flip a tea. Flip what? Flip, no, no, flip a bottle cap. No, coin. No, right there. Coin. Bottle. All right. All right. This is Brennan. a quarter. Brennan. Oh, shoot. No, this is my house. This is my room. I have my guest. He gets to decide. You have deferred to answer. You call it in the air. Heads. Okay. <laughs> Tails. It is heads. Frick. I, don't think we'll be I would like Brendan to go first. What? You can't defer twice. <laughs> you can't no. you defer. Oh, I want God. you to go first. That's stupid. <sighs> okay, I'm ready. All right, Evan won the coin toss, but decided to defer and let Brennan go first. I didn't know this was football. Anyways, here's the first question. What is the best healthy food? Brennan, you are first. I would say the best healthy food <laughs> would probably be avocados. Because, like... I honestly didn't, I didn't know this until maybe a few months ago, but avocados are very, like, super, super healthy, like, beneficial for your body, beneficial for your skin, your hair, um, and they have a lot of protein in them, I didn't know that, um, but they, yeah, they're super healthy for your skin, and your nails, too, your skin, nails, hair, um, I don't know about eyesight, I'm not gonna, don't quote me on that, but they're just very, excuse me, no interrupting. I just think that avocados are a very simple. Um, they are they can be classified as the most healthy food to be eaten. I'll I'll end it early. Evan, the most healthy food, according to myself, Evan Highfill, is fish in general. Okay, fish. You know, fish goes down so well. The digest digestive system takes it so well. You know, and I never feel bad eating fish um if it's battered that's one thing that's one thing but nice fresh baked fish you know whether it's salmon whether it's tilapia catfish or cod 
It is. It just tastes so healthy. I can't guarantee you that it's the healthiest, but it does taste very healthy. Like fish, fish. I mean, fish just is just so refreshing. You I know, it's straight out minute. of the water. I he gets a minute. It's straight out of the water. It's so. Dude, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just refreshing, and I think it's good for the human body. Time's up. Brendan, how do you respond Okay, to that? I just want to respond to that. The only problem that I have with the fish is the mercury levels in the wild fish um, can cause very harmful side effects. Um, uncontrollable shaking. Um, we are not fact-checking um, during this. Um... Many, many side effects, which are very... Mercury is, like, super harmful to the body, especially with long-term exposure to it. Um, so that's the one thing I just don't agree with, because avocados, like, I don't... There's nothing wrong with avocados. A- avocados. You got 40 seconds. You got avocados 40 with seconds. one Google search. First line. First line. Google search. Okay. Avocados are high in fat. Fat. Fat is... Notice that it says, which is a good fat that helps with... Lower bad cholesterol as long as you eat them in moderation. Well, Brendan's making it sound like that's the only thing you should eat. Because it's You're saying the same thing too! <laughs> yeah, I'm saying eating a whole bunch of fish is good and eating a whole bunch of avocados is I'm good. saying a whole bunch of fish is going to lead to mercury freaking poison. taking over your... Mercury poison, exactly. Hey, moderator. Shut up. That's, I'm sorry. Um, we want to... Can we? Can I please... I, I'll get... I'm going to look up mercury effects. So I... I've got to alert... Work this computer... Uh, let me just look up. And that is it for time one. Anything said past this point does not count. On to the second question, gentlemen. Evan, you get to answer first. Mm. What is the most important thing to learn in school? The most important thing to learn in school is not the academics. It's the social. The social skills. You know, take for example, you know, two a homeschooled kid and a normal school kid are are taught almost the exact same thing. And homeschooled kids are sometimes taught better. But I've Actually, probably a lot better. But I, from experience, knowing some people that are homeschooled, I work uh, with a few people that are homeschooled, and I know a few people at homeschool. They struggle with social skills, and I think in school, I think the biggest thing that should be taught um, is social skills and learning how to communicate with each other. Obviously, you can't do that. Like, you got to teach the basics, obviously. But I think. The main component that should come from school is being able to connect with other people and understand other people's positions and communicate. Because communication is key. Okay, finish up, key. please. Finish up. Are communication finish is up, key. Finish up, Mr. Heifel. And is. Finish up, Mr. Heifel. That is enough. Okay, Your time is fine. over. Brendan. Okay, before my time starts, okay, am I allowed to rebuttal now or say a statement upon that? Or should I just continue no. on with my... Okay, fine. Um... So I believe the most important thing to be taught in school is how to invest your money or how to use your money wisely because that is not a topic that, especially for me, um, I was taught very well in high school. I had personal finance class, which we learned. We did this life simulation thing, which was not very helpful. But um, I feel like, especially, like I believe a lot of people do not know how to properly use money, and I believe that it is a very important, um, very important virtue 
to have first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very important. Okay, it's very important to know what to do with your money, um, especially when it comes to like taxes and everything related to that, because um, a lot of people go from high school and not having any idea. Like, they just grew up having money and, like, spending it how they want to, not knowing how to save, not knowing how to invest, not knowing how to um, put it towards buying a car, buying a house. Um, it is very important for them to learn how to do that so whenever they are go to into the real world with quotes, they know what to do with their money. On the dot, baby. Let's go. Very good answer. <laughs> okay. Now, my my refute here. Okay. Also, <laughs> really, um, is it are we allowed to just talk? Is this two-minute free? Free? I, I think doing, we should do that. I, okay, we should I, do that. Yeah, just go for it. Two minutes. All right. Okay, right. I just want first off by saying Evan is talking about homeschooling and like having social skills. He was not homeschooled and has lower social skills than many people. I'm not taking. I'm not taking a shot at it. I'm just stating a fact that he has admitted on this podcast. Okay, <laughs> he has admitted on the podcast. One thing I gotta get out of the way. I'll let him go though. I do realize that I don't have the best social skills. And the reason why is because I wasn't taught them very well. And that's why they should be incorporated into schools more. Was it your school? Or, I mean, I, I feel like I have pretty decent social skills. Well, I mean, and it's, to it might just be based off, it just might be based off certain schools. That just might maybe it's a private school thing because you went to a private school and I went to a public school. So that's a very big difference. And if I'm being honest, I actually see your point in that. Because public school is obviously a much more diverse um, population of people. And you learn how to communicate more with a more diverse population. I know how to communicate with people that are similar to me. I'm not very good about communicating people that are different from me. So that's why I believe, I think social skills are really important and it should be um, taught a lot more. And to go against your point, is that money should be the most important thing in school is absolutely ridiculous. Because how to use your money? Because let him if, talk? if you have good social skills, you would be able to learn that. You would be able to find the people that you need to help you learn money. You would be able to communicate more with people, and um, you would be able to find your ability to learn money by just communicating with people, where it's just simply learning about okay, money. Okay, so whenever doesn't... you're talking about learning social skills, do you mean taught in a class or taught in general? I mean, I feel like social skills is something you learn just outside, like being around people, not like as a certain like... Okay, okay. T- t- like actually taught to you. You learn that yourself. But I'm saying money, like the thing about the money, um, like the use of money wisely and like all that should be actually taught to students. Like, straight to them. Well, I think social skills should also be taught straight. Okay. Because I had a class in high school that was a public speaking class. It wasn't very well structured. It wasn't very well organized. But the little information or the little amount of stuff we did in that class was actually very beneficial for me. It gave me a lot more confidence. I gave a 40-minute speech senior year. Would I have been able to do that without that class? Probably. But I'm saying... Because <laughs> you're just amazing. <laughs> Uh, Gentlemen, we have to wrap this up. Please finish within the next literally 10 seconds. Okay, I just want to say I agree with him that social skills are very important to be learned, but I think that they are learned outside of the teaching aspect and that money should be, money, the use of money wisely should be taught within the structure of the school. I would also like to say that I believe money should be taught in in the schools much more than it is right now, but I believe social social skills play 
a higher importance than uh, money does. Thank you, and next topic. Moving on to the third question, gentlemen. Brennan, remember, you are answering first. So yes, sir. Here's the question. Based on the overall idea of fast food, the premise is fast and cheap affordable food for a night out, a quick bite to eat, or if you're on the go. But the question is, and it, what it has been for many years, is if it is safe enough for this to continue going on. Is it a big damage to the people of our society with America being a world leader in obesity? So, should fast food restaurants increase food quality along with the price or keep things the same for the overall convenience and tradition, I, I would say? I just want to start off first. Fast food, what you said about food, uh, fast food chains being fast and cheap... McDon- if you listen to the last episode of the podcast, McDonald's is not neither fast or cheap. Um, just want to start that off. Um, secondly, I do believe that the fast the food within fast food should be the quality should be increased for sure because there has been many studies about how this type of food leads to obesity. Which, well, as you said, America the number one um, number one. Uh, Factor of number one death, or number the most amount of deaths every year is due to um, heart problems, which is comes from obesity and stuff like that. Um, which obviously, hundred percent could be avoided if fast food had better quality food. And if the, I guess I'm gonna assume that the price would go up if the food quality was better because that's just how it's gonna work. But there is, if you guys have ever seen the McDonald's. Um, documentary of the guy eating McDonald's for 30 days straight, three meals a day. He gained his cholesterol went up, his blood pressure went up. He gained like too many pat, like a lot of weight, um, and it is just way too, way too unhealthy for the for Americans to continue to eat. And I believe that yes, the food quality should be enhanced. Honestly, no matter what the cost. Now, just save a lot of lives. Just too. stepping in here, you do realize that by saying that you would be eliminating a whole entire market. Of companies, just want to keep that out there. Evan asks, "How so?" The food market, the food, the fast food market is a is a very preliminary money maker in the United States of America. There's hundreds of chains, thousands upon thousands of restaurants yeah, that make up a community. Evan, you are now time to answer. Sorry, I just right. wanted to point okay. that out. First off, I would argue like to, the moderator. I would, right I would now. like to ask the question that are we eliminating these or are we making them better well if you were to well if, if you, you were, were to, to increase okay the quality and price it would no longer be called a fast food restaurant. yeah it and still would be how would it not you can't make quality food in under two minutes yeah that's a good point and here's my thing jobs jobs that's a big issue you you um fast food obviously um creates a ton of jobs especially at the teenage level um, so we're accustomed to that and the importance of that. Obviously, fast food is not good, and I agree with that it's not good. But I don't think we should change the system. I think people should be aware that they can eat the food, but they don't need to eat it in mass quantities. They should be able to control their eating habits and, and issues. And we shouldn't we shouldn't take the right away that people can't eat fast food. Like if you take if you take you start changing up the menu and everything, people are going to be pissed off because the ritual the tradition 
that people do go to these places, um, it's just going to cause a lot of trouble. And you you change up the menu um, and you do that, people aren't going to come. When people don't come, money doesn't get made. People don't keep their jobs. Businesses, you know, are, are at a loss. And we don't want that. We want businesses to keep going. How would, if you increase the quality of food to make it healthier and better for people to eat, how would that cause loss of jobs, like closing of fast food chains? Okay, here's my thing. You, you increase that, you're obviously increasing the price. When you increase the price... There's two factors. Okay, one, no, people don't want to come because what, it's more expensive. At McDonald's, so whenever they have promotions with, for a brand new thing, they have a promotion for cheaper food. But whenever it goes, whenever it's not a promotion anymore, it's still on the menu, it's a more expensive price, people are still buying it. Yeah, but my thing is once people realize you're changing up the recipe, they're going to be fearful of what they're consuming. Or that it's going to taste different. People it, should be fearful of what they're consuming right now yeah, whenever well, it is leading to freaking death. 100%. I know you. And there's science people and all these people talking about how it can't directly relate that, but 100%. People are dying due, just, due to the poor fast food quality. You know, obviously it's tough to <laughs> debate death. Um, and like I said, I just feel like people should be able to make better decisions. I understand that, but I feel like the if you're thinking about the country as a whole, then then you would you want the obviously the main goal for the country is to promote the welfare of all people, and by increasing the quality of the food that is being given to people, is obviously benefiting that goal. So why, I don't get why it would be a I, bad I thing. I think there's just so many underlying factors that go into the effect of doing this that would cause a lot more trouble than you but might be But there's a lot of underlying factors that are going on right now that nobody cares about. Yeah, but you don't realize how important fast food is to some people. And for some people, especially lower class, Sometimes that I know it sounds horrible that that's how they eat and that's how they survive, but that's the case. And if you raise prices and you do stuff like that, obviously people want to eat healthier, but they just don't have the option to sometimes. And that's the unfortunate reality of living in America in a capitalist society. Thank you. Okay, moving on to the next question, gentlemen. Evan, this one is for you to answer first. After the recent news of the possibility for Apple to not include the charger with the iPhone, if you were the head of Apple, would you keep this move to make more profits or keep it the way it has been for the consumer's benefit? Okay, well, I'm going to side with the argument that they shouldn't include the charger in the package. Here's why. Uh, if you're getting like an iPhone 12, which is a new one coming out, you don't probably need a new charger because I would say 85% of the people that already have an iPhone already have a charger so at that point you're wasting a lot of uh what you're you're that you're the head of the company so like from your perspective yeah i'm getting to that okay sorry. okay and i understand like if i'm the head of the company you're saving a lot of money by not putting all those chargers in there and then anyway they're just going to be now we're going to have two three sitting in our house instead of two is it really like you know, they should be more concerned about, I mean, we just, they just don't, like, can, Apple people don't need the cord. And if they need the cord that bad, they can just buy one. It's not that expensive. And it, it just helps the world in general, you know, because we're eliminating 
Okay, I'm just gonna go right to the point. Um, as if I was the as the Apple CEO or whatever, um, I would totally include the Apple charger in there because. Apple chargers are already terrible as can be, and I'm not afraid to admit it because people have been buying them forever now. They fall apart way too easily, and people are going to have to buy them anyways. So why not include one with them so they already feel like, oh, it's okay, I got one now. And then once it breaks two weeks later, they got to go buy one again. So like we're, we're set, I'm going to set them up to be happy. I'm going to make everybody happy already. No one's going to be mad about not having a charger in their box with their phone, which they're already paying way overpriced for. Thank you. Um, but, um, yeah, why Like, why would I not include the charger in the box? Okay, well, just, coming, coming from my experience, coming from my experience, I don't have Apple charger issues. I have never had a bad one. I think if we, oh, if we took a poll, 100% people are going to have bad Apple. I have a charger in my dorm right now that is broken. It like barely hangs on. Like it has to be in the right position to charge. So in, by including that charger into the with the iPhone purchase, people are already going to be super happy. Like I just I, no no need to change it. Well, if I'm coming from the CEO's head or whatever, you know, if I'm in his position, I don't feel like that too many people are going to be pissed off that they don't have one in their thing. And I think not Putting them in there and saving a ton of money, um, not having them in there because, like I How said, how much I think, money I are you like, saving? I, I honestly don't know. I <laughs> I think, You're but not, I think sixty percent of the you are not saving that much money by incorporating oh, one my charger. Yes, you are. One charger, and the odds of it, of the odds of them having to buy another one, like another one, or to replace it, or another one just to have another one, are very high. So why would you not just incorporate it in the first place? You're not losing that much money. I am not losing that much money by putting that charger in there. I'm I, already, I, I already am multi-billionaire net worth. So many billions. Yeah, but like, the question was what it was. No. <laughs> <laughs> the question was whether you should incorporate the charger with the phone when you no, purchase it. The yeah, quiet, but the, from a CEO's perspective. And well, yes. A CEO the CEO wants the most money possible is the point. Okay, and true. I think I think that is true. But if you give them a charger in the first place, then you're covering. You're saying you're covering up all the bad situations that could possibly go wrong by somebody being mad that the charger isn't included. That obviously, yes, that's one benefit of having it. But my point is, is the amount of people that are gonna get mad isn't worth like putting it in there because. In the long run, you're saving more money. You're um, you're just saving, like having a whole bunch of cords is annoying. Um, where am I going with this? I don't know where you're going with this, Mister Evan. <laughs> uh, okay, I think we have to stop it there. Okay, moving on to the next question here. Uh, Brendan, you're gonna answer first on this one. What is the best sporting event to watch in person? I believe that the best sporting event to watch in person is hockey. Because it is, it is the most physical game in all of sports. Okay, I'm not, it's, top, it's top three most physical sports in, in all of sports. Um, most exciting because 
uh, there is never a dull moment in hockey. They are going all the time. Only like whenever there's maybe there's obviously the breaks, the periods, the end of the periods. Um, but other than that, there's only a couple calls that'll stop the game um, from continuing on. Um, always fast pace, especially especially playoff hockey. There is so many so much excitement and energy in the in the arenas that it just is there's never a dull moment when watching hockey it's always like there's and it's never like just it's just so great so great okay coming from my perspective i believe the best sport to watch in person is football oh my god football football okay first off i would like to give a little bit of background i i'm not well versed in the hockey community so um that's represent but i still still think football would be the best in general. And my main argument is that hockey, there just seems to be... It's so hard to, like... Like, first off, hard to follow the puck. Not true. First off, very hard to follow the puck. Not Easier true. to follow Excuse the foot. Shut up. <laughs> oh, there it is. I was waiting for it. I was going to use that on you sometime. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's easier to track a football. It's easier to track a football... The atmosphere in a football game is awesome, and I don't feel like you have to know the game that well to be involved in the game, if you know what I mean. Um, I think being an audience <laughs> member in football, you can enjoy some food, great food. The food culture's good, um, and I think I think Sir, football. I think I, I think this football is... culture is more enjoyable to be in person. Even like take for example, no, no, high no, school football. Can't. High school football is awesome. And, like, you go to a high school hockey game, like... It also depends on where you're going from, but... High school football is awesome. It's Football's awesome at all levels, is my point. It's awesome at all levels, and it's engaging for all the audience members. Um, so, tell me another sport where you can fight... And not get a pen, and not not they the referees will let you fight in hockey. You can fight, and as long as no one falls down, you can beat the hell out of each other. You can knock the other person out. Is that not fun? if you go to a yeah. hockey game, or you're not going to enjoy that? You can't go to a football game if someone t- someone touches your quarterback. It's a freaking touchdown automatically. So like hockey one, okay, based off what you said, hockey you can see the puck. Like even if you're in the very top, you can always see the puck. Um, football. Like football can be very slow sometimes. Like, it's take for example the last night's game, uh, Cowboys versus Cardinals. Cardinals. Cardinals absolutely steamrolled the Cowboys. So, like, it was basically just running, and there was a ton of breaks, and just it was boring to watch. But in hockey, I promise you, like, there was just that. My my main point is there was never a dull moment. That's and not the, true. And wait, okay, and in football, most of the time you score over and over and over again. So like the 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 joy of seeing your team score is way less um, enjoyable um, whenever a hockey team scores because they only score maybe three four times a game. What you only score the touchdown You only score a touchdown three or four times a game, and the buildup's even better in football. Like hockey is just like such a surprise, like. One hit, two hit. Oh, it magically goes in the goal. There was way more football. skill in way more skill in hockey than football. Way more skill. Okay. You, you are skating on ice with the freaking. You are skating at like top speed over 10, 15 miles an hour with a stick I, trying okay, to control okay. a freaking first little off, tiny puck. First off, this debate is not about skill level. This debate is about enjoying a sporting event. Get your 
facts. Well, right? if you were a good freaking sport watcher, you would under, you would first if you go to watch that sport, you should understand the background knowledge of everything going on in that sport. You should understand. No, that's not the point. Oh not my everybody gosh. knows. Well, that's lame as hell. No, it's not. You're you you obviously have to know that your audience isn't going to like not everybody's going to understand it, and you have to be able to be engaging and be able to include everybody okay, what, even if they don't okay, understand. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you this: What is the most engaging part of football? What is the one most single engaging part of football? Honestly, mm. chants together. I would. I, I would say... Okay, my argument for that, whenever the Blues won the Stanley Cup, we sang Gloria every single time we scored. So the cha- And the Blues specifically sang Take Me Home Country Roads whenever the third period start. So and that, obviously there's a huge commu- a huge bond whenever you're in the arena. I, I mean, there's a huge bond anywhere, though. <laughs> At the Cowboys game last night, everybody hated that. And no one wanted to be okay, there. Okay, if a hockey game's 5-0, is it going to be that... It, it's still more, there's going to be, whenever a team is losing, they're going to be more energized. So whenever they get hit, there's going to be freaking fights. They're going to be, there's just going to be so much action. You never know what's going to happen in a hockey game. Who wants the last word here? I don't care because I'm going to win. You get the last word. Football, like I said, I think, I feel like Brendan's a little confused on the question. And I think, I think. The question was, is what's the most enjoyable sport to watch in person? Yeah, hockey still. Um, <laughs> but I think I don't think that's just professional. I hockey think that's is anything. Played, hockey is played indoors, so you never have to worry about rain. That's some snow, high winds, <laughs> negative temperatures. A, a hockey rink is casual, however many degrees, and you know that whenever you go to a hockey game, so you don't have to worry about being cold. You bundle up. It's all not I'm, even that cold. All, all I'm saying is, if if you have a football ticket and you have a hockey ticket set now, you got a Chiefs football ticket and a Blues. <laughs> blues ho- I mean, why are you asking me this? Blues hockey be blues. See, that's just so dumb because it's the Chiefs a, culture it doesn't matter. is so okay, much take, I, I, You can't just base it off a of Chiefs culture. You got to base it off the sport in general. <laughs> okay, so to conclude, I think Brendan likes hockey. I like football. Um... Okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end it there, gentlemen, for that question. Yeah, that was intense, but I think football's better. Thank you. <laughs> Hockey's better. Okay, gentlemen, moving on to the last and final question. Evan, you will be answering this first. What is the most iconic mobile game ever? Okay, so I'm probably gonna get so much hate for this and Rightfully so. I just don't have much experience in the mobile mobile game world. But one of the most iconic things I can think of as like a kid growing up and stuff like that was Flappy Bird. As the most iconic uh, video game. Okay, first off, I remember... I remember it was... <clears throat> no, isn't it, that's what it's called, isn't it? Flappy Bird, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember... I remember, like, before sixth grade basketball games, literally nobody talking to each other and literally everybody playing Flappy Bird. And, like, the high score meant so much. That's why I want to say, like, I knew everybody in my class's high score. Like, that's iconic. Brendan? So, I'm going to go as with the most iconic mobile video game as Pokemon Go because, because <laughs> whenever it came out, 
It was the biggest thing. Honestly, I think it was bigger than Flappy Bird. Like, Flappy Bird was very big, and I remember that. Like, people, I'm not even going to support you. <laughs> Pokemon Go just blew up. There was people, just news stories. There was news stories of people playing it and, like, getting hurt. There was people getting hurt playing it because they wanted to play it so bad. Like, people, it promoted, like, moving around and walking around, and I, I don't remember. Like, there was, everybody had that in my school, and, like... It was just, and everybody, Pokemon, of like the original Pokemon game, everybody had that game on their on their Nintendo DS, like original, and then like all that stuff, um, and like the Pokemon shows, and whenever Pokemon Go came out, like just well, well and it was, I, I it's just however I, I would like to I would like to preface that this is recency bias, not at all, no, think about it. Brenda just downloaded Pokemon Go, so. Pokemon Go, no, I wouldn't even, I would still put it, honestly, I thought, as soon as he said Flappy Bird was most iconic, 100%, because people posted on their Instagrams their high scores of Flappy Bird, but people are still posting today about their Pokemons and their Pokemon, like, I don't even, like, people I follow, like, not, not because I just downloaded it, because, like, people are still playing the game however many years later, like, four years later. I mean, I just think... Flappy Bird. Was Flappy a, Bird was a. Uh, it was just a, a spike. Little yeah, little hump in the road. I feel like it's longer than you think it was. It was maybe a year. I think. I mean, it was. It was big. It was a big deal. I think it was super iconic. Iconic. But I forgot about that game until you brought it up. To be honest, like, I honestly, whenever you brought that up, I was like, holy crap, Flappy Bird, wow. But like, I Pokemon mean, does Go- that mean I win this debate? I think it does. Or does it mean that no one thinks about it anymore and that's oh, not like okay. It? What do you mean? That's a fair point. I think you gave up, man. I feel what like do you mean I, no, I gave I up? I it's, Pokemon Go is still relevant today as it was four years ago. And I bet you if we looked up the amount of users, it would be almost the same throughout this entire duration of the time it's been playing. So, I just smashed Flappy Bird. You had you were up here, and I was down here, and then you just like I pushed you off the cliff. Oh, had okay. no you no parachute, no yeah. nothing. I would like to say that I'm not a great debater. Neither am I. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the first ever on the hill podcast debate. Wow, I uh, no longer in moderator mode, just kind of in reflector mode. That's kind of weird, I guess. I don't know, but. Uh, I thought that was very good. Very, very good. Very heated in some areas as well. I did not think it was going to get to oh, this yeah. point. Honestly. I did not think I, I was thought gonna, it was just going to be a learning experience. Like, oh, wow, yeah, he thinks that. But no, I, this actually, was, got, yeah. I actually wanted him to feel <laughs> terrible for thinking what he thought. So, In a good way, of course. I, don't, I like Evan. Like, I'm not saying he's a terrible person. I think both of you won and both of you lost. Definitely. There were some things that I'm not going to say anything about whatever because I want people to, you know, decide for themselves. Right. I don't think I would influence anyone. But no, I mean, just sitting here watching that, it got very heated. There were there were some shots thrown. Uh, still kind of coming love. down. <laughs> out of love? I don't know about out of love. 
No, but that was that was really good. Try and for the people that are listening, be sure to let us know if you want to have more of these. We we would I hope they for do. sure be I down to do more of these. Definitely do one over Christmas yeah. break. Okay. Over Zoom. We would do yeah, of course. So, uh, um, do you guys have well, anything? Well, I to would say? like to say that for this to be a last minute idea, I mean, we literally like, thought literally of at dinner. Like we we were in like desperation mode at this point. Like, we recorded a podcast earlier today that was a complete bust. Absolutely. Probably, like... And, like, our podcast, I mean, it's cold today. Like, like that kind of played a factor. <laughs> How did that play a factor? <laughs> like, the, the, mental, the mental juices weren't flowing. So I'm really happy that, like, we were able to think of this idea. I don't know really what sparked it. Um, I... Well, like the I came up with the game show idea, but then that but that, no, it sparked because he had the uh, the the <coughs> the mail in ballot. Yeah, yeah ballot. so I got my mail in ballot today in my uh, and that just in the sparked mail. the idea, and I think it's a great idea. And obviously, it was prepared in less than an hour, and we definitely could have prepared more. Oh yeah, or we could have allowed Jackson to prepare more for his. I question. literally came up with those questions five minutes before we started, and yes. as we were doing, <laughs> as we yes. were doing. Them. But I think honestly, this is a very good starting point if we want to do this in the future because it was so fun. And yeah, it was fun. Like if we were more prepared and actually had. Like, like, what like, we should do in the, like, future is, like, Jackson should, like, text us the questions. and then, Have like, us we, come up with yeah, our own answers. answers. And then we come together mm-hmm. and just I definitely, battle it yeah. out. Yeah, and another, like, topic for just to think about, what if we had other people come on for a debate about the questions? You know, maybe instead of interviews, we could do the debate against one of our hosts or the moderator. If you guys ever want to tag <laughs> me in, it's fine, but... Uh, yeah, just let us know. Um, you have you guys follow us on the social media, so I like how you're that. starting to say we. Are you part of this? Are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to squeeze a, my way on, in. He's on a, a temp right now. I'm, uh, I'm trying uh, to squeeze. My way I guess in. I could say yeah. we're still we're still deciding. Yeah, we are. Now. We are. We're having nightly reflections on whether we want this guy included no. into our our team or not, or if. Well, I'm acting like I'm acting like that did not hurt my feelings. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, I have been but, very impressed with his skill levels so far, though. So, okay, this isn't gas up the moderator, <laughs> but you can keep going if you want. Anyways, do you guys want to close? Yeah, this out? we're gonna close it out because it's our podcast. Um. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for. Oh, wow, I feel like my voice is dead. I feel like that kind of sums up this episode. The vocal levels on my recording system are very high. This was a very loud, very energetic episode. And I'm really looking forward to bringing more of this energetic content uh, to future episodes. I think our next episode, we're going to try to shoot for an interview. um, Which, I mean, hopefully we can do. We haven't asked anybody yet, but I have some ideas of who I want to ask. I also have some ideas. Um, So hopefully next episode we'll have an interview. We're going to have to turn that around pretty quick. But we'll figure it out, um, and as always, we'll bring you great content, and roll the outro.